but just uh, in your overall plan for the world and, and how you're using the local New Testament church to, to be a part of that. And so the, the fact that you um, look at us and uh, our lives individually and uh, you give us purpose, you, you call us to do certain things, and uh, for us to find where that is in our life uh, is really a blessing because we can be a part of what you're doing. Uh, it's, it's when we walk through life aimlessly, not really knowing uh, that we can really uh, lose our purpose, but our purpose is in you. And so as long as we stay grounded in you, we can really uh, just uh, press forward in that. And so, Lord, I do thank you for uh, just the past one class and um, been just chatting here for a while and laughing and having a good time. And you're just doing a lot of things in a lot of people's lives. And I know there's a lot of really serious things going on in some people's lives. And we just pray that you would um, just be God in those circumstances. And we pray for uh, just Miss Franny and uh, that you would heal her up or or bring her back. And she's just such a joy uh, to the body of Christ. And uh, just give comfort to her family as she's going through what she's going through and, uh, and all that. Lord, we just thank you for uh, just the praises. Uh, just really excited uh, for the Dunhams and uh, pray that we would just be able to uh, just uh, rally around them and, and help them out any way we can. We pray for the Verns this week and Kendra. Uh, she uh, has the baby, uh, whether it be today or in the next several days, and uh, that you would just uh, allow her to get through uh, that uh, as as good as, uh, as she can. And pray for Nick that he would uh, say the things that he needs to say and not say the things that he doesn't need to say. And uh, Lord, that uh, you would just uh, really bless that family. There's a lot of things going on, a lot of specific things. I just pray you'd speak to us today, um, that you would uh, uh, really press some things on our heart as we uh, kind of get some guidance for the rest of the year here. So I pray you just. Uh, uh, just you speak through your word in Christ's name. Amen. Okay. A lot of things going on. Uh, so I'll let you know about the Christmas thing. Um, we'll figure that out. So today, uh, I told you, I always tell you this, but uh, very much so, going to be a little bit different. And so here's how the rest of the year is going to play out. Because uh, I like to try to have some sort of a, a game plan. And I know I've been bouncing around a little bit. I told you we're going to teach through Jonah, but... We're going to do something else first uh, to get us ready to go through Jonah, and that's what we've been doing. And I think the, the family life study has been really good so far, um, even in my own life, just kind of working through some things. And so we're going to do a little bit of, uh, of review of the couple things we've looked at in the family life study today, um, because uh, for the next two weeks, uh, I'm going to do something different. And I know you're like, wait a minute, we're doing something different on top of something different? Yes, uh, because we're rolling into Christmas and... Uh, I want to take a couple weeks and just do something that's a little bit uh, themed in that direction. Uh, and then the next two weeks, we're actually off. So uh, the, the let me look. Let me find the calendar. You can write it in your calendars every calendar person. So the 24th, Christmas Eve, that's a one-service day. Uh, we're, there's not uh, ABFs at all that day. So <clears throat> they're, I think they're opening the church a little bit early. They're going to have coffee and juice and different things in the foyer. And then we're doing uh, service that day. Um, and then the 31st is a fifth Sunday, so it's already scheduled to not have ABFs that day. We'll do Lord's Supper that day, and so we'll get back on the 7th. The 7th will be um, where I kind of give the vision of what God is uh, leading uh, me and the direction that we're going for Passpoint for the year, and I think there's some really cool things. I'm already kind of working through some of that, and I'm kind of already getting, you know, kind of a 
something that you guys can get a hold of because that's what I need in life is I need something like if you want me to do something, if you want me to be a part of something, uh, give me something that I can hold on to and know this is the direction I'm going. And if I have that, then um, then I can I can stick to it. But if it's just kind of like aimlessly, uh, guys catch on to this because your wives need this as well. If it's just kind of aimlessly, let's just survive. Uh, they need something to hold on to. And so uh, I'm going to give you guys something as far as the pass point class goes and the direction that we're headed, something that we can grab onto and move forward. And so uh, the first week of January, that's what we're going to do. And then I promise we're going to get right back into this family life study because there's there's really benefit in there and there's uh, fruit from what we're doing here. And so what we're going to do today, so that kind of lays out the next several weeks where we're going. I want to review the little bit that we've looked at so far in this family life study, because so far I've basically told you, hey, here are some points. And I'm not giving you any specifics because I want you to take some time and, you know, pray about what does that mean in my life, right? And what does that look like? And so if you're like me, you think, okay, I'll do that. I'm going to take some time and, and figure all that out. Um, but if you're like me, you probably haven't yet. <laughs> you're probably like, I'm going to do that. I'm going to find some time. And so here's what I want you to do today. I'm going to go through and give you uh, the points from the first two weeks. From the uh, So the family life study is basically we're looking at what does it mean in my life to uh, be a follower of Christ, right? What does it mean in my life to be a spouse? What does it mean in my life to, well, that's the only things we've got through so far. So that's what we're going to do. I'm going to give you those points uh, if you want to. If, if you're somebody who takes notes and whatnot, write these down because I'm going to give you I know this is going to offend some people. I'm going to give you like an assignment like this. You need to actually do this. Now, I understand I'm not teaching HBI. I can't really give you homework. If you choose not to do it, that's fine. That's on you. What? (laughs) If you don't want to do it, I'm sure you could pay Meredith to do it because she's that kind of person. She really likes homework type stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the, here's the reason I'm doing this. And it's not just because I want to review. I want this to be something that really impacts our lives. Um, and it already really has been uh, for me. And so it's one thing for you guys to, to roll in here and be like, okay, what do you have for me today? And you hear me teach and you're like, okay, that was good. Or that was terrible. We're not coming back. Or whatever, however you feel when you leave. And then you go about your life. Life is busy. Life is crazy. All the things happen. And we don't really do anything with it, right? Maybe we think about it some, but... I want this to be something, I really think this study can be something that really grows you closer to the Lord. But it's going to take some work. It's actually going to take some you being serious about where you're at. Now, too often we we like to think of ourselves a little more highly than we ought to think. We like to think, oh, I've got that figured out. Oh, I'm doing okay there. This is going to require you to actually do some some self-evaluation because if you want to grow... You've got to be serious about where you need to grow, right? And so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you the points. You probably already have them written down if you're a note taker. And, and I'm going to give you what I want you to do with them over the next, because I've told you, you have until basically January whatever, if, right? I just made that word up. Uh, well, but that's what I'm doing. The, the Yeah, it'll be the 14th because I'm going to do the, the vision update thing. Uh, you have till the 14th to basically... Uh, Think through these things and get serious about yourself. And this will tie into how I want to finish today up as well, because uh, this isn't the only thing I'm going to do today. Okay. So when we looked at uh, basically uh, following God, I gave you basically seven points that you have in your life. And, and uh, the first one was you have to follow Him. Um, you have to abide in Him. 
I'll read them again if you're writing them down uh, or whatever. But the first one is you have to follow. I'm not going to reteach this. Go back and listen to it. There is a reason that we record these. It isn't solely for my edification. I do go back and listen sometimes, so I do try to uh, grow in the way that I teach. But I do think that people listen to this. So follow him, abide in him, rest in him, um, trust him. Obey him, like most of you guys have these written down, and if not, I'll, I'll go back. Um, the next one was be past the point for him. Again, I'm going to encourage you to go back and listen to these if you don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, and the last one was tell others about him. Follow him, abide in him, rest in him, trust him, obey him, be past the point for him, and tell others about him. Now, Again, I'm not reteaching this. There's no reason for me to reteach anything, um, especially when it's available for you to listen to. The second week, and I'm going to give you what I think you should do after I go through the second week. So the last two weeks, we've talked about being a spouse. Uh, and this wasn't just about being a spouse. Uh, I had two things uh, for husbands, two things for wives, and two things for singles, um, straight out of what we were looking at. And then I had one for everybody. Uh, the first one, husbands, love your wives, right? Husbands, love your wives. Oh, okay. Well, I loved her enough to marry her, right? That's not what I'm talking about. Um, love your wives. Uh, again, go back, listen to it, because I gave you some practical things. Um, wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands. It's really cool that you're able to submit to uh, your authority at work or your authority here or there or everywhere at the church. Your own husbands. Again, I'm not reteaching anything. Singles, the first thing that Paul says, uh, be not unequally yoked. If you're going to be yoked up with somebody, you better make sure that you're not yoking up an, axe and, or an ass and an oxen together. It's just not good, right? You want to be some, you want to be yoked up with somebody who is going to just work right alongside of you in the ministry, in life, all those things. So be not, okay, husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge. We talked about, this was last week, we talked about this. Um, I gave you an example of what that might look like, um, but there's a lot of different ways. Dwell with them according to knowledge. Wives, reverence your husband. <coughs> Singles. Paul says, staying single is beneficial. That's the next point, right? Now, I understand. He, he even uses a caveat. If you can't, that's great. Get married. Praise the Lord. There's nothing wrong with that. But if... Serving God is, is your first priority. You're going to have better uh, luck doing it single. But if you can't, that's okay. But just understand, like, if you get married, now your priority is going to be, right, how am I going to uh, please my wife? How am I going to please my husband? Not just please them, but serve them, all those different things. So if you can stay single, Paul's like, hey, staying single is beneficial, okay? Go back and listen to what we talked about last week. And the last one um, was basically this. Focus on you and the things that God told you to do and stop trying to focus on uh, correcting where everybody else is doing wrong. Too often, husbands were like, man, if my wife would just do this, and we, we think, oh, my marriage would be better if my wife did this. Wives, you're like, if my husband would just do this, my marriage would be better if he just did this. Uh, married people are like, man, if the single people would just do this and marry this person, then they would be fine. And the singles are like, man, if the married people would just stay off my back and quit telling me what to do. And Okay, here's, here's the final point of the whole thing. Just focus on what God told you to do and stop worrying about everybody else, right? If we would just focus on what he told us to do, then we would be fine. So here's what I want you to do. And this isn't just me. This isn't like, hey, I think this is fun. This is uh, something that I think God uh, is calling me to do. And I think 
is it would be beneficial in your life to do this. I want you to take the seven, eight, nine, ten of them that apply to you, right? So obviously, uh, you're not going to worry about husbands figuring out how to be a better wife, and you're not going to figure out how to be seeing all those things. So uh, as far as there were seven in the first week, and there should be three that apply to you from the second week. I want you to take those over the next several weeks, and maybe you can start today, and in your personal Bible study time, whatever that is, and you're like, what is that? Okay, well, that's a problem. Um, you should have time every day, or at least... Every few days where you have time in the Word, that you have time set aside for, I'm going to hear from God. Um, and I'm not saying do this instead of read. I'm saying uh, do this as you read or different things. Um, this is what Bible study looks like. And I don't feel like I'm telling you guys anything you're not already doing. But if I am, I am telling you something you're, you should be doing this. Okay. I want you to take each one of these and I want you to evaluate your life. And I want you to come up with at least one. Now, I notice I said at least one way that you probably are doing this or one way that you're doing this well. And if you can't find one, that's okay because it'll help you for the next point. Find at least one way that God is telling you I could do this area better in my life. Okay, so let's just take the the first one, right? So you're looking at following God. In my own personal life, when, when it comes to like following God, what does that look like? Now, I'm not... What is he calling me to do? Okay, just the simple, go back and listen. And this would be a good time for you to go back and maybe listen to uh, the teaching again. Okay, so when Jesus goes to the disciples and he's like, hey, follow me, what did he mean by that? He basically meant, I want you to drop everything else in your life that is weighing you down and, and focus on me. Now, that doesn't mean... Well, Jason told me I'm supposed to quit my job and do this, this, and this because I'm supposed to follow Jesus. It's not what I'm saying. Again, in your life, how am I doing on that, right? How, how am I? Look at your life. Okay, well, in my life, I think you know we're we're doing a pretty good job of that. And maybe you do this as a couple as well if you're married. You know, I don't know. Whatever it looks like for you, okay. But how am I doing on this specific point? And then, where could I actually grow? Because too often we hear this and we're like, oh, yeah, that's pretty good. But we don't ever do anything with it. If you don't take time and write it down, put it in a note in your phone. A lot of times that's what I do. Um, do something, then you can go back to it and be like, okay, this is practically what I need to do. Okay? And so for each one of these, okay, how am I abiding in him? Like, how am I really just completely submerged? How is my life completely uh, just submerged? And, and if you're like, I don't really understand it, go back and listen to it. But figure out at least one way that you're doing a pretty good job. Because here's a lot of times what will happen. You'll look at these and you're like, oh, I need to do this, 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 and this. And then you, you end up kind of defeated. You're like, well, I'm not doing anything right. No, I promise, y- y'all are y'all are doing a pretty good job. Right, just looking around the room, knowing each of you, how you're serving the Lord, all the different things. Like, I'm, this isn't a. I want you guys to all change. I want you to find out where God wants you to grow, right? And be willing to do that. Now, if you don't want to do this, that's fine. Like, I'm not here to tell you you have to do anything. But I feel like God is really getting some traction, um, and I feel like He's really given a pretty good vision um, for what's coming up this upcoming year, and. Uh, if you want to be a part of what God's doing, um, I think there's going to be a lot of ways for you to grab a hold um, and, and be ready to rock and roll. And so uh, that's exciting, um, but I can't make anybody do anything. So it's on you.
Um, if you just want to come to class on Sunday mornings and, you know, hang out, that's cool too. I'm not going to tell you to leave. But if you want to get serious about what God is doing, um, these are some practical ways to do it. Uh, be serious about where you're at and how you want to grow. Okay, so that's something that I think would be beneficial in your life to do. And so that leads me into um, the last thing I want to talk about today. And it ties right into what we're doing. So there's been several years <clears throat> around the first of the year that I've talked to you guys about planning. Like, it, right, and, you know, kind of having some goals and what that looks like. And for several years, um, I usually wait till the very end of the year, and then I'm trying to cram it. And so this year I'm trying to do a better job, and I'm actively kind of working through some of that right now. But I'm working on just kind of a plan for next year and what that looks like. And, you know, I, I really am, I feel like, morphing into... Well, I got a long way to go, but Brian Hedges, because he's like super planner, but you have to have a plan and you have to have something to hold on to. So when we talk about planning, I'm going to challenge you guys to, in your own life, have a plan for what 2024 is going to look like, right? And so when I say that, here's what I mean. Planning starts with goals. You need to take some time and just kind of think, what do I want 2024 to look like, Right? Because you have to have a goal. You don't go into a game as an athlete. The goal is to win, right? Okay, so that's the, the overarching goal. So how are we going to do that? Well, we're going to do this well and we're going to do this well. Okay, so now that you know what the goals are, we can back up a step and say, how am I going to accomplish that? Okay, so you have to start with what do I want it to look like? Okay, I want to whatever. So here's some, some topics if you if you want some to kind of think through. Because once you have goals, then you can formulate a plan on how to achieve them. And so the cool thing is what we just talked about and you kind of looking through your own personal life and how am I doing with following the Lord? How am I doing with these things? These can play a vital role in what your planning for next year looks like. Because if you go through this and actually take some time and you look at it and you're like, hey, I feel like I really need to be closer to Christ. I feel like I really need to work in my marriage. I feel like I really need to do, okay, well, those are some really practical goals now. These are some things I want to strive towards. How am I going to get it? So here are some topics. And here I'm just going to give you kind of some personal. Not I'm not going to give you my goals or my plans, but some of the topics that I usually use. And again, they're they're in a note on my phone because I just go through and I and I usually go back. And I actually this morning was I went back through the last couple of years and I'm like, man, some of these are on there over and over again because I haven't got them done yet. They're kind of big plans, but you need to have big plans. And you need to have big goals because uh, we have a big God. And so uh, have some personal goals. Like maybe you want to uh, lose some weight. Maybe you want to uh, go on uh, a vacation. Maybe you want to uh, one of the. So here's a personal goal of mine for this upcoming year. I want to learn how to play the guitar. I don't know why. I just really want to learn how to play the guitar. I feel like if I could serenade my wife, then <laughs> I'm totally kidding. But I do want to learn how to play the guitar. I feel like uh, in just future ministry in our life, it could be beneficial. And so it's something that that's a goal. It's a personal goal. Is it super spiritual? Nope. It's just something I want to, another thing that I would like to do, but I just don't know. I want to learn how to speak Spanish, right? But I just don't know. Well, we'll see. But those are like some personal goals. Whatever it is in your life, have some personal goals. Like, Look at your life. Hey, I need to do this or I want to do this. Have some personal goals. And then, okay, so the next one, uh, if you're married, have some marital goals. Where's your marriage headed? Uh, one of the goals that I usually have every year uh, in my marital goal list is I want to go on a date with my wife at least once a month. And some of you are like, man, we go on a date every weekend. Okay, well, praise the Lord. Good for you. I try to make sure we do it at least once a month. And there are seasons that we do really well with this. And there's other seasons that's like, man, it's 
It's, that's on me, okay? So have some marital goals, whatever that looks like in your life, okay? Uh, spiritual goals. How much are you going to, what are you going to try to bite off in the Word of God this year? Are you going to try to read through the Bible in a year? Are you going to try to read through half the Bible this year? Are you going to pick up a different study plan? Are you going to uh, commit to going through uh, D2 or D1? Or are you going to like take the step and maybe take some HBI classes? What, what, spirit, what is God calling you to do spiritually? Because if you don't write it down, you're probably not going to do it. It's just going to be a, yeah, someday. I'll do that. Yeah, write it down. Like, this is a goal for me for this year. And the reason I'm doing this now is because we have about a month until you roll into 2024. Not that, like, the new year is anything special, but it kind of is a fresh start. Okay, so this is where I'm headed. So have some spiritual goals. What does that look like in your life? If you just went through this whole list and uh, how am I following God, how am I resting, trusting, and all those things, and you're like, man, I need to do this, this, and this, those are some pretty good spiritual goals, Right? Because I feel like if you do these things, and if you're serious about this, God could really, for some of the things that God is putting on, like, my mind and heart for what Passpoint could be even just 12 months from now, um, if you guys were to grab a hold of some of this, it could, like, totally blow that out of the water. And so it's just really, I, I can't do anything. Paige can't do anything in and of ourself. The, the Passpoint class as a whole is dependent on the people. And it's no different than, it's like any team, uh, any, uh, like whatever you're a part of, whether it's a sports team or like a work team or anything, it, you're only as strong as the people. And so it's like, where do you guys want to go with this? Are you, are, are, are you cool with the way that it is? Not that it's bad. I love Passpoint. And I even look around the room and I'm like, I can think of, I can think of enough people that are on the Passpoint roster to fill where you guys are and you could all be gone. Like that's how many people are in Passpoint in general. They just ministry, different things in life going on. So, I don't know. And again, this has nothing to do with numbers. I honestly don't care if three people show up to pass point. But I feel like God is uh, really doing some things. Okay, so spiritual goals. Have some work or business goals. You know, if, if you're an employee, like, what, what do you have? For you? Like, one of my business goals a couple years ago, you'll laugh at this, was uh, I want to make sure that every job I do, I, I at least make some money. Because the year before, there were there were a few jobs that I did that it was like, we spent quite a bit of time there and we didn't make a dime. When you take out everything that we did, I'm like, huh, that really wasn't great. So, like, have goals and sometimes have realistic goals, whatever they are. Um, have uh, some family goals, right? Uh, here's one that my wife kind of had a couple years ago and I did a really lousy job as her husband of uh, helping her with this. It was because I had a really poor attitude. She's like, I want to have a, a family game night. And I think it was once a week. Or maybe it was once a month. I don't know. Once, once a month is much more doable. But in my mind, it was like, there's no way we have time for that. And, but what are your family goals? Like, what are you doing with your family? Uh, I usually try to make sure that uh, I, I spend some time with my daughter uh, and, and do something with her individually uh, at least once every few months or something like that. Like, what are your family goals? And you might be like, well, that's a lot of stuff. Oh, guess what? If you don't have it on the forefront of your brain, it's always going to be on the back of your brain. Right? And it's always going to be like what it was. How, how's the saying go? The, uh, uh, the 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 squeaky wheel gets the grease, right? Well, if you're planning, it's not like that, right? If you're doing preventative maintenance, it's not like that. Now, some of you guys get that analogy because you're like, but some of you are like, what? I'm supposed to do something with my brakes before they squeak, right? No, anyway, just be, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I just I just meant in general, like if you if you really make these things a priority. And now, let me let me just tell you a secret. Husbands, if you'll do these things, your wife will thrive. Because for the most part, women thrive with structure. And if like if you're gonna actually take hold of this and like give them purpose and direction, they're gonna be like, Oh my gosh. Now I'm speaking from experience because I don't I, I do a decent job of this, but I don't do a really good job of like going from this stage to communicating it to her and allowing it to all work together. So but wives, your husbands will also thrive with you having goals and communicating with him. Because sometimes as husbands, we're like, okay, I've got this really big burden of knowing that I need to do all this. And I know that my wife needs me to do it, but I don't really know if she's on board with it or so like, let him know that you support what he's doing or actually have conversations about this. And like, yeah, I think that's something we should do or no, that's probably not one for this year or whatever. And so have family goals, have financial goals, right? I remember having goals of like, I want to get uh, this vehicle paid off. We had a, we had a vehicle owner. I had a goals of, I wanted to make sure that you know, we were investing X amount of dollars and, or whatever it is, have financial goals, whatever they are in your life. I don't know. Right. Maybe you, I, I don't know. I'm not here to tell you what your financial goals should be. Um, have now this may, this is one that I always have. Uh, and it's just because of the lifestyle that I live, uh, have home improvement goals. I'm always wanting to change or do different things. And uh, here's the problem in my, in my life is if I don't like have, this is what I want to get done this year, then I'll do like six other things. And then I'm like, oh shoot, we didn't do that one other thing that we did. Yeah. 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 We had a really good goal. We were going to do some things to, to the house. Like every year, our house isn't that old, but we've done something pretty major every year. And, and it's like, okay, we were going to do, Something we were gonna we were gonna redo our floors. We were gonna because I hate the floors that we have. It was a really dumb idea when we did it, and so we're gonna put engineered hardwood in and glue it down. It was gonna be good, and mostly because I have radiant heat and it would help with the radiant heat coming through, and there wouldn't be the air barrier anyway. All of that, and so what did we do? We like added on the huge patio on the back of the house and changed the back porch, and it's like, well, that's really cool, but we didn't do what we said we were gonna do. So have goals because if you have goals, now you might have big goals, and big goals might require big money sometimes okay that's where planning comes in because goals are big now when you have this list of goals you can step back and say okay how can i achieve that now i want you to i want you to really focus on the spiritual side of things when it comes from me right i'm supposed to be the teacher or whatnot that's where i really want you to focus but i'm giving you like real life circumstances i understand money comes into play I understand that like you have to go to work and that comes into play and you have family and that comes into play. So have have goals and and plan for that and do it now and spend time with your spouse if you're married now to figure those things out. What do I want it to look like? Because if not, you'll end up in a situation where you're like, okay, well now what? Right? Uh, I have no idea. Where am I going? Where am I headed? And uh, what do I do? And so if you have these goals, spend the next several weeks looking at that because we're going somewhere in Passpoint in 2024. Not that we haven't been already. Um, and if you want to be a part of that, you, you better be ready to, to hang on and, and, and go and get some things done because uh, it's not just about showing up and, and teaching and, and moving on and doing a little ministry. Um, God's, God's doing something. And I don't know how much time is left just uh, on on the whole clock, but I want to make sure that I personally am going all out 
in all of these areas, in family, uh, in life, in ministry, uh, in, in all of that. And so uh, if you want to be on board with that, I think there's going to be ways to do that. Uh, and if not, man, keep coming on Sunday mornings and maybe you'll get it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but that's kind of where I, again, we didn't even open, don't tell anybody, we didn't even open the Bible today. Like, I might get in trouble for that. Um, go back and listen to what we talked about because I, I really feel like there's a lot of growth that can happen. Um, I remember several years ago, right before HBF kind of like boomed the first time, it was a lot like this, only I wasn't in this position. And I remember watching from afar. And so now I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a lot of weight on, not that I'm asking for, you know, there's a lot of weight on what God is like asking and calling me to do. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to make sure that uh, that the people that are hearing it, they at least heard it. And what they do with it, it's on them. And so um, that's where we're headed. And uh, January 7th, I'll give you kind of the lowdown of what that's going to look like um, and what you can do. But for now, I want you to just spend some time evaluating what we've looked at in the family life study so far and being serious with yourself. Because being serious with yourself uh, sometimes can let you know where you're at and where you need to grow. So I hope that's beneficial. If not... Um, at least go listen to Brian Clark today because I guarantee he'll have something good. He always does. And uh, we're going somewhere. Um, God's taking it somewhere. And uh, if you want to be a part of it, it'll, let's go. And like really, let's go because it's, it's time. So uh, with that, let's pray uh, and we'll get, uh, we'll get rolling. I will send something out about the, the Christmas thing. I'm really excited about it because... I want it to just be relaxing for you guys. Like sometimes these things turn into like, oh my gosh, we got to do it. I just want it to be fun and lighthearted and all of that. So we're going to try to take care of as much as we can and just roll with it and have a good time. So uh, let's pray. Father, I love you. I thank you for today. Thank you for uh, just loving us. And Lord, I thank you for vision. Uh, for so many years, I kind of looked at Brian Hedges' big plans. And I thought, man, there's just crazy. And now the further I get in life and, and the more years I get under my belt, uh, I, I feel like, I've wasted some time and uh, God, you, you really are, uh, you're downloading some things to me and I pray that they come across uh, well, uh, as I teach them and, and, and try to uh, relay them. And I pray for just those in the past point class that are hearing this, uh, for the first time today or uh, maybe hearing it as they listen to it online. And, um, God, that you would really allow us to be real with ourselves about where we're at with you, that we could really be ready to, uh, just take it and run with it as you uh, just propel us into next year and what that looks like. So, Lord, I pray uh, that you would just preach through uh, Brian Clark this morning, uh, that it would just be beneficial and uh, for the, the kingdom of God. I pray for Pastor Brian as he's still out with, with uh, Pradeep and his last little bit before he goes back to India. And I pray for the ministry there as he heads back. and. All the things, Lord, pray for Franny again, the Laverne's again, uh, just all the things. I uh, pray that we would just be the hands and feet of Jesus because that's what you've called us to do more than anything else is to be what you've called us to be uh, to the people around us. So I pray you just uh, preach through Pastor Brian, or, uh, Brian Clark today that you just get the honor and the glory in Christ's name. Amen. I do not know. Uh, maybe, but I don't know that she was the one that was confused last week. So I'll probably have to ask Mitch when he gets back. I can ask him and I'll let you know next week. But. Well, I just have to ask him how that's mentioned in there, so I don't want to get there last week.